0: So today we're joined by Emma Shea who is the acting head teacher here at Belmont Grosvenor School and first of all what a shame it's radio and you can't see this view Emma <laughs>
1: it is I mean we've just been looking haven't we at the sunrise and the the wolf moon out there in in, uh, in this freezing cold January day but actually incredible we are so lucky to be up here on this site with this view absolutely
0: I, I can't believe that in all my years. I've never been to this school before, and obviously the name I know really well, I've always seen lots of good news stories about you, but I've never been before. But what an absolute treat, we're looking down over, I mean it feels like the view from up here, we're sort of looking down over the whole of Harrogate, doesn't it, to be honest?
1: Well that's it, yeah, on a good day you can see as far as as Harrogate and and beyond, Um, but yeah, beautiful Nid Valley Uh, You can see the river and the school playing fields in the distance and yeah, on a on a clear day, it's spectacular.
0: And what a great environment for kids to be in.
1: Absolutely. The amount of space that we have up here uh, it's just incredible for our children. We make every use of every inch of it. Uh, Forest schools uh, is a big hit with the children right from early years into year six now in the timetable. And then we're outdoors for every subject we can get out for, really. Wherever we can take it outdoors, we will.
0: And, and we're here to talk about your open day, which is, can you give us the dates and the times?
1: Yeah, so we're we having our spring open morning next Tuesday, which is the 25th, um, and that's running from nine o'clock, so we've got our current parents coming in for an hour, to visit the classrooms and watch their children in action with their teachers and enjoy that and throughout the morning we'll be accepting any tours that want to come and have a look around I'll be here and all the other teachers will be available to chat and talk about what makes us so great
0: and and I think this is a really nice thing I think as a parent you're always quite keen to see it all in action aren't absolutely,
1: you absolutely yeah and, it, and it's just so nice to be able to welcome the parents in after the couple of years we've had of not being allowed to do that we did have parents in in the autumn term as well which was fantastic that we were able to do it then and it was really well attended Uh, a lot of parents very keen to get back in and support and just understand what it is how we do it and how they can be a part of that it's really important
0: and can you tell us a bit more about that so so if a parent's coming in what what are the sort of the main things that they will that they will pick up and you will get across to them when they come and visit the school. What is special about the school?
1: Well, I would say each time they come, I try and give the parents a little focus on what what they should be looking out for. So we have something here that we call our learning habits. So we have seven different habits, and um, we follow one every half term with the children that we have a focus on. This half term, it's risk taking. Um, So I'll be asking the parents to look out in the classroom for children taking risks with their learning, so challenging themselves, trying those more difficult sums in maths, uh, being creative in coding on the computers and with their artwork and their music. Um, So that's the, the first thing I'll be asking them to look out for. But generally what I would say here is, what what they're looking for is that connection between the teachers and the children. Because we're a very small family school, we really pride ourselves on the care that the teachers can give to the children and how they can really personalize the curriculum for those children. So hopefully the parents will get a taste of how well we know their children and and what our expectations are of their learning and their progress
0: and actually things have just moved on a lot haven't they since since my school days where I think you thought of yourself as school was you're going through the system and actually now yeah. there's so much more emphasis isn't there on on individual kids and and what they will thrive at
1: absolutely I think it's what parents are looking for isn't it they they understand a little bit more now themselves as well what it takes to to teach their children children. children and and how to do that and actually how specialist um, a teacher's role is. Um, so I think our parents are, are quite demanding in that way and we do rise to that challenge to really give their children the best possible uh, education that they can have. Looking very closely at, the, at those gaps that might now be appearing through the last couple of years of lockdowns. Um, but also folks focusing and celebrating the strengths and the talents as well. Not losing that kind of balance in the curriculum where we do have that academic push uh, and those high expectations in the core subjects but that also we're balancing that with a real holistic approach to education where we're taking care of uh, the mental well-being and the physical side and the emotional side throughout the day as well
0: and, and again for all of us um, connection to our own and our children's well-being is is the awareness is higher than it's ever been quite rightly and and that's a really important thing that that parents want to talk about when they when they come on a school visit as well isn't absolutely.
1: it absolutely and i think that's what we're seeing a lot in the tours that we're doing at the moment is parents are looking for something perhaps a little bit alternative in a way um a school that really does care for a, for a child's mental well-being as much as we care for their academic um progress as well and definitely we are seeing that more and more in the tours that are coming around school and in, 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 in a priority that they're looking for in a school.
0: And there's got to be a bit of synergy back to what we were originally talking about in having space along with time that they can really help kids in, in this kind of environment.
1: Oh Yeah, definitely indeed. I think the, the research is there to show you now, isn't it? It's, um, it's, it's very damning that actually getting the children outside into uh, the fresh air, into nature is so good for our well-being we know it ourselves you know through lockdowns we were encouraged weren't we to get out walk get in the fresh air um be outside as much as possible and i think here we can offer that in spades you know we're able to kind of use all of the different areas for uh, not just physical games so we've got our games lessons and our sports lessons going on outside always whatever the weather Forest schools, which I've already mentioned. And then, again, anything else that we can take outside, we will. So drama lessons are a big hit down at the amphitheatre. Um, outdoor science lessons are a big hit in the outdoor classroom. Um, again, I've taken a few music lessons outside.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> Taken a
1: risk myself. Well, I think it's... <laughs> carrying <such> the instruments <laughs> out and well, really going for it, yeah. <laughs> I like that. I,
0: I, I want to talk more about the risk-taking because I think that's fascinating and probably gosh i mean something that 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 we all as adults should probably mm-hmm. uh, you know have a, have a little think about today while while listening to this so so how 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 do you kind of pitch that to the to the kids at the start of a at the start of a term
1: well we have an, an amazing reception teacher rebecca gray who leads um our learning habits for us and she delivers a, a great assembly at the start of every half term and we make it age appropriate so we have a, a younger person's assembly and, a, and then the older ones where we can delve a bit deeper and use some some uh, more vocabulary with them and a deeper understanding but essentially what what we're trying to communicate with the children is that in every area of school they can challenge themselves to go further and push themselves more and i think we really live here with the philosophy of making mistakes is a good thing um, and we, we recognize that as a path to learning and improving ourselves so it's very much Um, celebrated if you make a mistake what the outcome might be of that so take that risk make those mistakes learn better improve yourself and and move beyond where you are step out of that comfort zone
0: isn't that interesting and do the do the kids do a lot of the kids does that connect with them straight away or do they need to sort of feel the benefit of taking some risk before it really starts to resonate?
1: I think you're always gonna get a mixture of characters, yeah. aren't you, in the school? So yes, I could pull out a few children who will instantly climb much <laughs> higher in the tree without any encouragement at all because it's risk-taking, so I'm allowed. Um, but yeah, there are a few children that, yeah, will require support, who do love their safe safety net and their comfort zone. Um, But again, being that small family school, our teachers are very skilled at spotting those children straight away and and knowing how to gently encourage that out of them so that they feel that they're they're achieving that. And what we do is we reward it with um, paper chains. So we have different colours for the different learning habits. And if they spot another child, so it's peer sort of assessment or uh, spotting of each other and they will come to the teacher and they say, I saw, I saw uh, Erin really push herself this morning in, in PE and she climbed to the top of that rope and she's never done that before and I think we should give her a paper chain and of course the teacher will, will make sure that that's celebrated and, and given to the child.
0: And was there a reason why taking a risk was, was, was the first of, of the seven at the start of the, the year?
1: Uh, not not particularly obviously the start of our year academically was September, so should have thought that. that's it we've already covered <laughs> so we started with independence, because yeah. we felt yeah. coming coming out of the last couple of years that we had start of a new year, we really wanted to focus on the children getting back that independence in their learning, so not directly asking the teacher all the time for help yeah. and trying to work things out for themselves uh, so that that was our first learning habit and then. Uh, since then, we've had uh, resilience, I think we had just before Christmas. Again, something else that we're trying to build up.
0: Yeah, well, I think that probably comes in handy again for all of us, doesn't it, to be honest? And again, particularly in the in the times we've been through. Yeah. I'm probably labelling that, actually. Again, for adults, sometimes we might realise, and I'm guessing it's the same with children, they might realise they're more resilient than they gave themselves credit for.
1: I think that's it. And, and it's actually their peers acknowledging that which means more to them often yeah. than the teacher acknowledging yeah. that, which is why we encourage that, giving a paper chains to each other to, to, to praise and celebrate that. So now into risk-taking. Uh, again, it's probably something that we felt looking at how the children have returned after various lockdowns and in September, where did we need to put our next focus? And, and we really felt like that idea of making mistakes is okay. Is, is something we wanted to get across to them this term
0: and my final question i didn't want to talk too much about about covid but obviously something that we've all been through over the past couple of years and it has affected learning do you get parents and prospective parents now who, who are really speaking to you as the acting head here about real kind of specific issues gaps and things is, is, does that come up a bit for kids because of the the homeschooling and all the all the different things that happened.
1: Yeah, I think we've always had that very open dialogue with our parents. Um, again, being a family school, we're able to build those relationships strongly with the parents. Uh, the specialist teachers take the children right through the school, so as a music teacher myself, you get to know the children really well and their families from reception to year six. So you can quite quickly spot those gaps and have those conversations with parents. Um, it's not something that we wait around for parents evening for because it's there's weeks past and it's too late to be addressing these things so yeah of course if, if we're receiving emails from parents with concerns with issues that they're seeing at home you know, we will communicate and collaborate on that and make sure that interventions as necessary are put in place for those children.
0: But actually that was already happening. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that's
1: the thing. I think when you've got that ongoing yeah. open door mm-hmm. scenario and communication, welcoming parents in, being available on email, being available at, at drop-off and pick-up and all of those different scenarios, it's very difficult for the children to hide here. Yeah. <laughs> um, they, they really can't, you know, we, we're really on top of, that personalized learning all of the time with them and those communications
0: well i've really enjoyed that it's been really i, I love all the risk-taking stuff i think i think there's a lot we could all uh, we could all take from that good luck for the open morning i hope you get lots of people to come and see you and uh, and see how great it is here
1: thank you thanks nick